0: this is matt this is Jeannie. welcome back to mutual victory
1: yay mutual victory
0: (laughs) i knew you were gonna say that i know i could see it on your face i was waiting for it
1: Mm. all right so topic for tonight are you excited
0: i am very excited yeah because it's a good transition from last week to this week is it well yeah well what's the topic
1: Tonight's topic is sports magic.
0: Right. And I feel last week, last time was lots of ah, magic. Yeah. So, you know, there's the hippie magic. Hippie witch magic. Which going into sports magic, there's a lot of overlap. If yeah. you describe some behaviors, I was thinking about this a lot today. You may not initially know which you know, if I said here's a behavior you might see and then maybe you wouldn't know if it was hippie magic or sports magic.
1: Right, we could play that game. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Describe the behavior and then right. pick. Well,
0: <clears throat> can I give one update? Oh yeah. Before he's dive into this, I've found an acceptable use of a mason jar. Beer. Well, yeah, but a mason jar—the big, <laughs> the big stupid kind we have. Stop. They can hold two pints of Guinness. All right. So, if you're ever, you know, in a situation where you don't want to get up and get another one from the fridge. <laughs> Like really
1: pour two at once. Get two, in have, your mason have jar. two in there,
0: and if you're going to sit down for an hour and talk to someone, well, I, you know, I more then, than enough. Then
1: I want, I want to hear your joy and appreciation for mason jars from now on.
0: You know what else is great about it? What? I don't have to worry about the stupid lid.
1: Yeah, the lid is not necessary. No, this is great. I mean, maybe if you were going to bring it with you on like a picnic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep. Let me get my. Two beers. My checkered blanket.
1: And your mason jar full of two beers. My,
0: what if I made you a picnic? Like, honey, I have a picnic to bring to you. Uh-huh. And it was set up. It had, like, you know, all the picnic staples. And mm-hmm. then it's just in the corner holding one edge of the blanket down it's is a mason jar with, with Guinness.
1: But would you bring me a mason jar full of something that I want to drink? Oh, well, yeah. Oh, then it'd be so cute.
0: <laughs> Just be like, you're on your own, Toots. You wouldn't have to
1: do that because you'd already <laughs> have the beer in the mason jar.
0: Yeah. So anyway. it'd
1: have to be a quick turnaround, though, because the bubbles would go away, right?
0: Right. I mean, you don't let it sit. This is not, you know, bring to be... it on
1: like a four hour hike and no. then no. mason this jar is, beer.
0: This is an hour plus. Okay. It's fine. That's so great. go ahead.
1: So sports magic, which is uh, something that I didn't know existed. Really? Until I met you.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: I mean, you know, I don't I don't really know a whole lot about sports ball. There are some things that I could enjoy about it.
0: Right. And I think if you think about it, like I remember you telling stories about your family watching sports. Yeah. And I think if we if you have certain memories and we broke things down, we could mm-hmm. point out some sports magic that you may have yeah. witnessed. You may have not known it was that at the time.
1: Yeah, maybe. I mean, my uncles watched sports. Yeah. It wasn't like a family weekly thing. Even I don't even, you know. I I think I have the most experience watching boxing. Really, as a child. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Watch boxing. I a lot.
0: watched very little boxing.
1: So I'm curious if uh, there's sports magic involved in boxing. However. <clears throat> What brought sports magic onto my radar was um, you know, years and years ago when we were first seeing each other, and I was talking about prayer beads, I was talking about malas, mm, yeah and mantra and the recitation of things a hundred and eight times, or um you know it's it's summer solstice so we're gonna do 108 sun salutations like this number kept coming up and for me this number has a bunch of different spiritual energetic what's the number scientific 108 108 okay uh just meanings to it so it's and there are also 108 beads on a rosary Mm -hmm. um and so for those of you who don't know about a whole lot about uh, 108 uh, you know it it has to do a lot with like this universal idea um when we think about Galileo's whole jam around how the whole universe is written in math, right and that's the extent of my math uh, knowledge as well, by the way, it's very minimal on sports and math I'm such a <sighs> Rounded into. I, I mean, it's,
0: I think it's one of those things you know more than you think you do. Yeah, I guess Give like my my
1: knowledge is, I, I'm not comfortable with it. Okay, so I, I'll second guess it right. a bajillion times, right? right? So, 108 signifies, among many things, spiritual completion or ascension. Mm. Um, you know, some people might even say like you you get in, reincarnated 108 times at minimal. Um before you can go on to do the next thing. Uh, the some of you might know of the Fibonacci sequence. Okay. Right?
0: Isn't that uh like one, one, two, three? It's basically yeah. you start with one, I think, and then or zero and one, you add those two numbers. And then you get the result of that and add that number mm-hmm. to the previous number. So one and one would make two. So it's one, two, one and two is three. So it's one, two, three, five, eight, eleven. 11. So anyway, yeah. I don't know. I you know so. more
1: of the digit, the individual digits. <laughs> what I know about it, that spiral mathematical sequence is that if you add up the digits, that equals 108. Oh. When okay. we look at it through like astrological or... Astronomical, yeah, sure. Yeah, Uh, if it's like stars, astronomy. Yeah, yeah. The moon and the the moon and the Earth, um, the distance between them is one hundred and eight times the diameter of the moon. Whoa! And the distance between the Earth and the Sun is one hundred and eight times the diameter of the Sun
0: this is clearly a magic number it's
1: magic number like there are 12 signs in the zodiac there are nine planets when you multiply those things also 108 so it's like one of those kind of uh answers to many questions mm. that are out there um numerical answers and so i was telling you about <laughs> these things to some degree we're having a casual conversation around uh this magic 108 number and and me Chanting mantras in the closet in the bathroom <laughs> to have <laughs> privacy, and uh, and your response was,
0: uh, there are 108 stitches in a baseball. Is that what I said? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and I was floored. I was like, "What <laughs> kind of magical sports situation is baseball?"
0: It's it is I, another quote along the same lines is someone said something how like 90 feet between bases is like the most perfect measurement in all of sports, mm. right? Because like if it's two feet longer than that like, then there's, you know, the, the argument was that like way more batters or runners would be thrown out. If it's two feet shorter, everyone's getting on base, right? It's just like the yeah. perfect kind of, you know, perfect you know measurement like to make a diamond, you know, four bases, 90 feet apart each.
1: That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's it too. <laughs> it, it's more, it's more baseball magic. Yeah, um, and you know what I do know about sports, particularly about baseball, is limited to
0: movies, yeah. mostly a league of their own. Right. Well, we've watched a lot of others too. So
1: yeah, but I mean, like prior to you coming onto the scene, gotcha. right? So uh, I was, I was aware. That there seems to be ritual involved in sports. Oh, totally. And there's the bigger, you know, the bigger rituals like, you know, perhaps there's starting the game with the singing of an anthem right. or America the Beautiful or something like that. Like the official they're, what
0: like official ritual, yes, like that is accepted throughout yeah. the greater baseball community, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yep. Um and and how that ritual unfolds is something that is just like this is this is part of it. This is all part of it. It could be very far removed from like what the actual game is. Mm. And yet it's there, and it's very much an important part of it. And if someone was like, "Well, we just won't do that part, like that doesn't happen when even when you think about um the ritual involved like singing an anthem, um whatever happens if there's a halftime in that particular sports ball game, not baseball, I do know that. Uh, well, there's, much. I
0: mean, it's not a halftime, but there is a scheduled break.
1: Seven minutes, seven, seven.
0: <laughs> the seventh inning stretch?
1: Seven minute stretch. Nope, yeah, close. Seventh <laughs> half, good. inning.
0: Seventh inning stretch, yeah. Shit,
1: okay. Um, and that this ritual is passed on like no matter what the level is, too. Mm-hmm. So if you go to a t-ball game, it's well, the same ritual.
0: Right, close, but I mean t ball you there's me less innings, right. blobby blah, 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 yeah, I mean, you don't really play nine innings until college, mm-hmm. like even through high school and American legion, the you play a seven inning game, and right. like in little league and earlier, you usually play a six inning game,
1: right, but, but there's yeah. the uh there's the start of the ritual,, yeah. um, there's very particular things that happen to clear and create sacred space prior to the ritual starting. <laughs> Right? Absolutely. We're we're raking things or we're covering a field or we're painting lines. Yep. Like this is all
0: Ritual. Ritual. It totally is. Yeah. Um it's I no mean,
1: different than lining a, a circle space in the woods for yeah. a belting ritual with salt. Like
0: Oof, you said a lot of words. I that, know.
1: That um That
0: should be you know, you <laughs> should have talked about it last week, but <laughs> And we'll get to ho- we'll get to which holidays in another episode. Another, guys. I'm
1: sure, I'm <laughs> sure it'll come back around. And then there's the song. Maybe you know some other sort of announcement. The game begins, right? And then there's also a ritual of after the game.
0: Yeah. So do we? Uh, I mean, we can talk about pre-game ritual and in-game ritual, like there's the pregame ritual like we talk about the national anthem right mm-hmm. and then like the getting the field ready you know right. like you know making sure the sacred space is ready but like even on a smaller level each team and even on a smaller level each player will have their own ritual ritual right yep. this is like unofficial this is not connected to like you know this no, like this is their own thing that they take mm-hmm. upon themselves and you hearing you talk about ritual a couple times I went to a Yankees game and uh seeing some like rituals of like the players. Very noticeable. Like mm-hmm. you know, there's the starting pitchers which like do a very extended warm up before the game. Like they'll be throwing in the bullpen, they'll do long toss, which means they'll throw like someone will be on one of the the like the, the lines in the outfield and someone will be literally two hundred feet away and they're just throwing as hard and long as they can to get warmed up. Because you don't want to be If you're starting a pitcher, you want to go into that first inning having, like, already thrown two or three innings, like, to get a good sweat, to get warmed up. But one of the cool things is watching Jeter, what he would do is he would also long toss. Like, this is a great way to get loose for a game. And it's just a really long catch. That's all it is. He would have a catch with someone. He would be standing on the painted NY that was behind home plate. Mm Mm-hmm. And he would be having a catch with someone that was probably 10 to 20 feet from the right field wall. Like he would just be, and he would just launch it and it would hit this guy in the chest every time. It was remarkable. Like it was so cool. And it was fun to take a field trip when I would take freshmen, the freshmen, to New York City. We would be lucky enough to see a Yankee game. And a lot of times I'd have players on that trip that I coached. I'm like, watch this. This is amazing. He's Mm going to have. A two hundred foot catch right now and not miss more than one foot, you know, from his target. It's crazy. But every game, like I mean, the, yep. the years that I got to see him play, every home game he did that, and that was like both like a physical, I think, you know, to get your body ready, mm-hmm. but probably also definitely a mental exercise, right? right, to get him in the space of like, okay, this is what I do before a game. When I do this, it's like game time. So like he is his body and his kind of mind is is ready.
1: What other like pre game rituals? I just immediately go to a League of Their Own. You know what I'm gonna say.
0: What with uh, Alice?
1: With Alice, and she does they start winning and she doesn't change her socks.
0: Right. Well, she is like even throughout that whole movie, she is the most superstitious. Is she the catcher? The, yeah, she yeah. is one of, catchers, one of the catchers, right? Yeah, who's not Dotty. But yeah, she is definitely the superstitious one. She might have more than one of the things that she does. Oh yeah, like they're in the they're driving in the bus. Mm-hmm. And she's like, cross your fingers or cross the boneyard. Yep. Cross your fingers or you'll never get another, never another, get another hit. hit. <laughs> so she's that. And then, it's, yeah, it's the end of the movie <laughs> when when Dottie leaves and she has to catch, and it's like, Tom X, what is that smell? Alice thinks it's bad luck to change her socks. So we all have to suffer. Get away, get away, get away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> then he gives the speech, and
0: then at the end, Alice is the last one to walk out of like the locker room to the field. And they're like, Alice, you're killing me. You're killing me. You're killing me, Alice. <laughs> Goddamn killing me.
1: So th- yeah. so that's like that was one of my introductions whenever that movie came out to like this thing. And yeah, like immediately we put it in the category of superstition when it's really ritual. It's like for an, for a complete cycle of something till you've till you've followed something through completely you show up in this way in this particular uh activity yeah. or repetitive action yeah, I right
0: was, I was reading about this I tried to find an article about like superstition and sports, sports right sports magic right <laughs> and like it's talking about superstition in a study that B.F. Skinner did oh like he had Pigeons in a cage in his classroom, right? Lecture hall. And like he would drop the machine, would drop food pellets in or food for the pigeon. And he would notice that certain pigeons would, before they fed them, would do certain, like certain random, seemingly random things. Like one would like spin around three times before. And the hypothesis was that like this was a superstition in that this was a behavior that they associated with success with mm. a positive result and they were repeating that behavior because they, they you know they associated the action mm-hmm. with the with the success so like yeah. they're going to spin around three times and that's going to make the food come out right and so like is that now that to me is super i mean in a sports world something like that is superstition
1: uh-huh
0: where it's like connecting a behavior to a specific result where it's like oh i went 4 for 4 today and hit in six RBIs I wore this t shirt. I'm wearing it tomorrow and I'm not going to wash it. Like, I'm not like that. That's super. To me, that's like superstition.
1: And to me, it's manifestation.
0: Oh, you said the M word. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about like, because I thought of a player and the word manifest. So I was going to ask you, like, what is like, do these actions, are they manifestation? And sometimes it's like, are they manifestation? Is it manifestation if the action, Happens in a very short time afterwards. Like, can it be a manifestation if like, my example is Carlton Fisk. In the 1975 World Series, he was playing for Paul, the Boston Red Sox and they were playing the Cincinnati Reds. It, you might recognize, oh, okay, this is uh when robin williams and matt damon in goodwill hunting okay when they talk about like Uh he went to the game and then like his buddy gave him a ticket Uh and he's like fisk is like waving his hands you remember that whole part where they're talking about so what happens is it's like to see about a girl right but like the that 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 really happened (laughs) yes so like fisk is up he hits a it's like the bottom of the ninth i think the game is tied he hits a long fly ball to deep um left field mm-hmm. right so he's watching it and he does like the shuffle step like he doesn't start running to first like he, he's watching this ball go the whole everyone is watching There's this ball side, go He just like shuffle right and mm-hmm. while he's doing it his he is waving his arms yeah he is willing that ball yeah. to go fair 100%. and then on the third like hand wave the ball hits the foul pole fair ball and it's a home run and nice. they win the game yes win game six they force a game seven now is that I don't know if that's manifestation. So you know, what an, I mean?
1: a better word for manifesting—better, like this is my opinion. So whatever. <laughs> a, a different word for it would be intending. The power of intending, and oh, okay. there's been a ton of studies and, you know, people coming together with the power of suggestion, the power of our mind, and where the where the gaze, the mental or um, imaginative gaze, goes the energy or the prana flows. So if you're envisioning something happening, if you're intending something to happen, full force, all in, 100% engaged, it's, it could happen instantly. And here's the other cool thing about the research. The more people you have intending that thing with you, <laughs> uh-huh. the more powerful it is. So think about everyone who is in the stands that
0: Right, day, everyone is basically is doing. also
1: intending.
0: Everyone who probably wasn't looking at, Carlton Fisk wave his hands no. because everyone's watching the ball, and they and, might also
1: be waving their hands,
0: doing the same thing. If yes. they're not waving their hands, they are willing that ball they're mentally. They're willing.
1: They're yelling. They're jumping. It was a full group intending practice played out through sports magic.
0: You know, it's funny is that when you say this. I think well, you know, Fenway Park is a very old stadium. It might be the oldest one now because they were very like Yankee Stadium was very old. They tore it down. They got a new one. Detroit Tigers, I think, had the oldest one, but that's gone. Um, Fenway might be the oldest one still standing. Ooh. And it can only hold like 30,000, 33,000 people. And like today, like Yankee Stadium can hold at least 50. Mm-hmm. So do you think if they had a bigger stadium, <laughs> they would have won the World Series earlier <laughs> if they had more people collectively over the decades Ah,
1: (laughs) But it's interesting that you say this because in my teeny bit of awareness and knowledge around sports ball, I do know that there was a curse.
0: (laughs) There there was a curse.
1: So that power of intending Mm. would have had to have been more powerful than the negative association and intention going on in everyone's minds and energy when they were perpetuating the belief around this curse.
0: And you know what? Oh, this is hilarious you say that because... This is how I can rationalize. I always had this thought, like the curse was broken in two thousand four. I think was when they finally won the World Series, and I mean before that it was like 18, Eight, yeah. yeah, it was way long ago. Gilded. So, <laughs> 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 not quite. Maybe no, is it? I don't expensive. know. Yeah. Um, and I would go to Red Sox games. I had. Friends that were Red Sox fans, and they'd be like, Hey, I got tickets. Let's come for a visit. We'll go to a game. And I'm like, Yeah, I will never not go to a, a game. Because, mm. like, I mean, I'm a Yankees fan. So the Red Sox are like arch nemesis, right? But I was always like, Yeah, of course I'll go, you know? And I remember sitting in the stands during a game. It was the Red Sox versus the Minnesota Twins. And the Red, a Red Sox player hit a home run, right? The, start, the crowd started chanting, Yankees suck. I was like, wow, we are living in your heads rent free.
1: Uh huh.
0: Uh huh. <laughs> like, like, you're not even playing the Yankees. No. I'm like, you are, I'm like, how insecure is this town?
1: <laughs> and <laughs> like,
0: wow, we're not even, in, we're not even, we're not even playing you. And you have to feel like you are cheering against us. I'm like, this is, this can't be good.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's that power of suggestion, intention, envisioning of either you know where's your energy going is it going to what you don't want or is it going to what you want yeah and um you know and i think about that sometimes because like uh, even in my world view um outside of like real diehard sports fandom hearing like this intense rivalry i mean where we lived for a while right like in the Vermont, New York, we were Massachusetts cusp, area. Like. We could have driven to any like right. state in 20 minutes. Right, yeah. So it was like in these towns either you were a Yankees fan or you were a Red Sox fan. And the amount of people that had like such energy around that. Well,
0: especially cuz I mean that is a that's a pretty big sports rivalry, not yeah. even just like, yeah, they share they're they're you know, neighboring regions, they're in the same division, but this w- this goes back, this was like a hardcore yeah. rivalry. And we were like on the cusp, I think we were pretty, like you said, it was pretty split mm-hmm. between Yankees yeah. and Red Sox Red fans. Sox. It was pretty pretty even. It reminds me of where I used to live in New Jersey, um, where I used, it was like Central Jersey. So I felt it was pretty split evenly between uh, like New York fans and Philly fans. Mm-hmm. Like I think I even read somewhere that like the dist- the congressional district that we lived in, basically was it, it was very narrow, con- you know, relatively, but it went from like the Delaware River to like the ocean, the uh-huh. coast, and it was it was like that was like where, the New York and Philly fans meshed. If you were north of that, definitely New York. If you were south of that, Philly fans. Like there are a lot of Eagles fans. This is why I was thought like I was a New York Giants football fan. I I was supposed to hate the Cowboys. That was a big rivalry, but I hated the Eagles Hmm. way more, Hmm. way more. Yeah.
1: It's, and whatever, you know, whether for or against how you show up mindset wise to a game as a fan, like we'll get to fan, fan sports magic in a second (laughs) because that's a whole other level. Um, You know, it's, it's still intending like one side of the coin or the other. You're using your power of imagination and manifestation to intend and envision something into being. And and then you're doing it times 15,000 people, yeah. depending on That's wild. the venue and where you are. What other official rituals happen at the end of like baseball, for example?
0: The end of a baseball game? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, other than like now, it's just like the players would shake hands, yeah. I mean, that would be well, it's, I mean, definitely with you know, in like youth sports where it's like high school, even American Legion, mm-hmm. the opposing teams would like you know, run down the line and shake hands, yep. And that doesn't happen in the major leagues or any professional. But what would happen in a professional game is like. You know, whoever's in the dugout comes out. The field walks off the, and they kind of make their own two lines within the team and do like a congratulatory, like a handshake Mm -hmm. with themselves. Like you know, good game or not. You know, Um, so it's funny. Like once we got to American Legion, we would like do that. We would like you know have our own handshake, and then we would handshake the The other team. team. Yeah.
1: So there is the closure part of
0: Mm.
1: of the ritual. There's like you know the acknowledgement of who else was there. Their energy in the space and an official ending, to
0: That's the official, and then there will always be the unofficial, where it's like, um, like the post game meeting with the team. Mm-hmm. It's like team, you know, either <laughs> we're gonna sit in the dugout, you know, there's gonna be post game talk, or there are times for Legion when it's like <laughs> one time the the man the coach was just like, all he said was, he said center field fence. And we all just ran to it.
1: When you say American Legion, was this when you played Little League?
0: No, this was uh, high, school? high school. So like okay. high school summer ball. High school. So summer ball. it was like usually for like mid teens. So I played in it when I was fifteen and sixteen. Okay, but you can also play like up through eighteen. Like I could have played if after my freshman year in college, if I wanted to. So it's yeah older. <laughs> it was the post game meeting. We did not do well. We weren't playing very well, and the coach just said. One of the best coaches I've ever had. I loved him. He just said center field fence. And we all just like dropped anything we were holding and ran to the fence because we were about to get chewed out. <laughs> oh boy. It was great. Oh boy. It was funny. You know what's funny, and uh, hilarious about what he would do, what this manager would do. Um if uh every time he would go out to third base to coach third base when we were at bat, he would just like kick, not like do a big sweep kick, but like tap third base twice with his toe. Every single time, boom, boom. Hmm. Yeah, it was wild. Sports magic. Sports magic. He-
1: the other thing that I want to mention cause before we get too far into the like wrapping up ritual of baseball <clears throat> is that there is, there's also quite a bit of, I mean, I would call it spirituality. People would also probably call it religion uh, involved with prior to games or in between games right. or like, What sports are there still sports that kind of like, um, like they all would go and like go to church, go to confession, go and pray prior to a game? Is that still a thing? No, I don't think so. Was it a thing?
0: Um, I don't know actually. The only reference I have for that is like we've been saying League of Their Own, League of Their Own, right? And I think my guess is going to be because they were women and it's like to maintain some sort of code of ethics and behavior Mm -hmm. that they wanted to establish you know the Mm -hmm. men did whatever the hell they wanted you know i don't think you know they were not forced to go i don't think they were ever really
1: confess and (laughs) pray to the baseball
0: no no they had their own praying to the baseball gods but it definitely i would definitely call it spiritual yeah because it's like they are participating in actions you know with the intent of their actions um Will impact something bigger than themselves mm-hmm. and have no seeming direct involvement in what they're doing. Like my actions are not going to impact the Yankees directly. Like I'm not on the field, right? I'm not doing anything. Um, but you know, I could be participating to the good. You know, the spirit of the team in making sure I'm wearing my jersey because uh-huh. it's the first day of the playoffs or right. something like that. Right. Yeah.
1: Um, and then there's another important component to ritual that I'm not sure if it shows up in the sports world. Food.
0: Food? <clears throat> <clears throat> ritual
1: food. This is the food that you eat <laughs> when this particular ritual happens. Um,
0: I mean, I think, I don't think anything, Any I can't think of any food that's connected with like a ritual is more of just like the food is connected to the activity. Yeah, and I think it's I think it's then made sacred like sunflower seeds, but what, yep. you know that's like uh, when I was coaching in Vermont, you know, I think my my co coach Hal would text me like, got this week's or season seeds already. Seasoned it's like you know, two dozen packs. Mm-hmm. Like, sweet. Yep. Yeah. So like, yeah. I mean, there's something like that. I don't know if it. I can't think of any others though.
1: I have one Ooh, go that for it. probably doesn't fall under the category exactly of food. However, it would be something that would be imbibed or um, shared among okay. players. So, if we think about like more spiritual, sacred, indigenous ceremonies and circles, mm-hmm. there's tobacco involved yeah, yeah. because tobacco is a sacred plant. Mm. And when we think about like, the image of chewing tobacco mm-hmm. and sharing chewing tobacco and how long a uh, lineage that had I think it's finally not as mainstream as it was, because obviously we're trying to not. Chewing have, tobacco? Yeah.
0: Probably. Yeah, yeah I mean, probably. I would
1: imagine that there's kind of like a, we would like children to not chew tobacco, <laughs> so stop doing that, that when you're hilarious. playing baseball. Again,
0: if we go back to previous episodes <laughs> where if a young person, age six or whatever, Came to our door on Halloween to throw a flower in my face. Mm. Could they also be chewing tobacco? Possibly, like Spanky from the Little Rascals. <laughs> hey, Mister, it's chewing
1: some tobacco.
0: <laughs> I've tried chew once. Oh, it was gross.
1: When you were playing baseball.
0: Yeah, it was the first were you in year in Little League. <laughs> no, no, I didn't play Little League in 1938. <laughs> No, it's American Legion. I think my first year. And the coach- You <gasps> were I had, in high school then? Yeah. Wow. This coach was great. He had the entire season. Like, here is every day of the season from tryouts to potential playoffs. Mm-hmm. And it's either like game, practice at this time, day off, whatever. But it's like, here it is. I was like, this is amazing. And you have little tidbits about like each, like some like holidays or whatever.
1: With your one structure, yeah. Fucking structure. You were Sometimes, like, give, well, give me all the calendars and like, structure.
0: Amazing, dude. You <laughs> had no idea. This guy, his name was Rick Freeman. He wrote uh, for well, he coached the local county college team. Um, and he also wrote a baseball column for the local paper.
1: I think he was a Virgo.
0: Uh, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> um, but by God, his organization skills! you should have seen the <laughs> binders he had. For like scouting, he had like binders. He he had binders of like previous year's teams and like stats. Like here's the game they played on July twenty third, nineteen ninety four. Here is this player. Here's his at bat. He hit it this way. It was a fly ball. Then his next at bat, he hit it this way, and it was a ground ball. Like this is, this is amazing. But anyway, one of the days of the that had marked on the calendar was it was National Chew Day. Ooh, yeah. So I was like, I'm not going to be the only jabroni to not try this. The only one. Yeah. So I tried a little bit. It was weird.
1: It was weird. Did it make your mouth all tingly?
0: Uh, a little bit. And thankfully, it was. It was just we had practice that day. Uh So like, I I tried to chew it. It was chewy. It felt Uh like I had an octopus leg in my mouth. And you know, did the spitting thing, Mm -hmm. and then like, I'm like, all right, I'm over this. But (laughs) he told a story about one year it was on a game day. And one guy tried it for the first time. And then like, I think he like, I think he said, yeah, he went into center field. And then at some point between pitches, he just turned around, faced the wall and tossed his cookies. <laughs> <gasps>
1: tossed his cookies. Yeah, Is that, that what he amazing. said? Yep. What was his name again? Rick Freeman. Rick Freeman. Yeah. He was great. I appreciate his use of tossed the cookies. It's
0: great. He was a great coach. He was so much fun. Meeting him. Well, he was like, must've been six, two. Okay. Probably three hundred plus pounds. Okay. He was a very round, big guy, very intimidating, very intimidating. If you Until didn't, he
1: says toss cookies.
0: Right, but like, <laughs> I knew it was, it was the year before, and before I, st- I tried out for the team, I think, and I said to my dad, I'm like, hey, let's go see Post Thirty One. That was the you know team. Let's go watch them play. They're playing. They have a game today. It's at the local high school. I might play for this team. Like, I'm going to try out next year. I want to see what the coach is like. And we go and watch the game. And I don't know what inning it was. Pretty early on, there was a call he didn't agree with, and he lost his fucking mind. He lost his shit. He was yelling at this ump. Like, he didn't do anything super aggressive. Like, he didn't get in his face and push him or anything like that. But he, he was definitely pissed. And I remember thinking, sweet baby Jesus. I don't know if I want to play. (laughs) <laughs> this man is terrifying. And then the next year, I try out for the team, make the team. There's like a team meeting with all their families at like the post, at the Legion post. And he's talking and he was just like, yeah, I'm a really a calm guy. Except for that one time. And everyone that played on the team last year starts laughing. I was like, huh, weird. And it was like the anomaly. It was like the one time he got Delta mad, basically. He got Delta it's mad. It's like if someone had never seen me uh-huh. and saw me lose my mind at Delta that one time. Right,
1: they'd be like, oh, that's scary.
0: He's a psychopath. Right. This is terrifying. <laughs> And then it's like, well, I'm not actually like that all the time.
1: Someday we'll tell the story of Matt getting Delta mad. But You'd have today, to tell it because I
0: think I blacked out.
1: Today is not the day for that. Um, Delta meaning the airline, not oh, yeah. a version Jeez. of COVID. No, this is Delta, Air Delta Airlines. Airlines. I don't think, you
0: know what's funny? I think if we just said Delta mad, I don't know, I think most people would assume I meant the airline, the shitty, shitty freaking airline. Okay. <laughs> Let's go back to sports.
1: Okay. <clears throat> so then there is the part of sports magic that I appreciate because it does have the energy of like um community and coming together for something that you don't have, like you said, like you don't have a direct impact on the outcome of this game by showing up and playing and being in good shape and having practiced. And yet there's this like I'm gonna show up in this way. To energetically show support. Yeah. Um <clears throat> and what made me think about this, and actually it made me like made me think about sports magic again, was when a friend of ours posted that his wife had put on like his old um football jacket or something. Okay. And I don't, I, <laughs> this is how little I know. I couldn't honestly tell you what the team was or the sport. Uh, and the post under it was, she'll be wearing this every day for the rest of the season, oh, you know, sure, until, yeah. you know, they're not well, in the game anymore. And I'm like, okay. So because mm-hmm. the wife put on the jacket, a picture was taken, preferred outcome of who won that game, yeah. now it's going to be oh, yeah. sports magic.
0: Absolutely. Like there's, sports magic that you intend beforehand. Like, I'm going into this game, going into this season, I got my lucky whatever. You know, I have this thing, this is what I do, I'm gonna, then there's shit that happens that like, oh, this was random, like I have this random thing and I I went four for four, or like we won by 10 runs and I am wearing this t-shirt when I didn't mean to. I was like, oh, now it's there forever. Now this Mm -hmm. is what we have, you know? Mm So there's stuff that you intend in initially, and then there's stuff that like you associate, you know, <laughs> you got the food pellet, your team won. So it's like, oh, it must have been because of I have this shirt now. Right. It's like, you know, I ate five chicken wings instead of ten, you know, something equally silly. Yeah, and I am down for all types of sports magic. I was like super into especially like coaching. Like mm. when I was coaching. In sports, like, the Yankees won the World Series a couple times. Giants won the Super Bowl a couple times. And then, like, you know why it got exhausting? It's like, I am willing to be in the sports, be in all that stuff. But as soon as either that lasts out or the clock runs out, that's it. Like, if you are coming into work on Monday. Yeah. (laughs) And you're pissed because, and you're visibly, you know, visibly, Upset your team loss. I'm like, I have no space for this. I can't. Like, y- y- I was like you are intending and that's good. This is too much. Can't do well, it. Well,
1: you know what that is in the context of ritual, spirituality, you know, whether you want to call it like Zen or being on a yogic path in the context of this. It's like you show up with enthusiasm and intending. That's 100% engagement.
0: Oh, not no, they're not practicing non attachment.
1: Right. And then showing up at work on Monday, like the game is over. It has happened. There's right. nothing, non attachment to the outcome, certainly not days later, you know, like to be able to release and look forward at, you know, this is where we are now. So can you be that die hard fan mm. who wears the t shirt and shows up 100% for that team and then. Be able to release the grasp yeah. of, this is my expectation, and if my expectation isn't met, I'm going to mope about it for a week.
0: I couldn't do it as a coach either. I just stopped caring. This is terrible. Like this is so bad. I was probably you could argue I was not a good coach in this regard because kind of when it I was o- are you you are the best when it was over. Shit, even during I'm like we realize this is all silly. Like I wouldn't go up and be like, okay, you're you're up to bat. We're down by two. You know, maybe take a strike, get on base if you can. I wouldn't be like, this is all silly and it doesn't right. actually matter, Yeah. so who cares? Like, I wouldn't approach it that way, but I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't care once it was over, Mike there.
1: I mean, and you could apply that to other, to, to most things in life, right? Hmm. Like, yeah. if we're showing up with 100% engagement, 100% non-attachment, then it's that energy exactly. It's like, this is all silly. We are like parasites on a yeah. big blue marble, oh, like rock hurtling through space and through we're, space. you know in um, the big picture, the ins and outs of frustrations that happen throughout the day is like so itty bitty <laughs> right. and minuscule.
0: and it makes me think of it's uh, all silly. When I was 12, my all-star team, we played uh, you know I got to play in the Little League World Series. Yeah, you did. Which, which is so hilarious. Like every year it comes up, basically, I mean, if I'm talking to my mom at the time, she's like, can you believe it? And still I'm like, no.
1: So, okay, wait. So before you okay. go, we could in this moment create Intending Sports Magic and say that, what was the name of your Little League team?
0: Nottingham Little League.
1: Nottingham Little Is there still a Nottingham Little League? I think so. Okay. So it'll be 30 years yeah. Later. Will. Yep. This year. This year. This summer. So we can say that Nottingham Little League will make it to the Little League World Series thirty years after you were there. Wow! It's our sports magic. It's our sports. Intending. Are we going to
0: intend this? Sure. All right. Does that sound fun. It does sound fun.
1: We can actually pay attention, see how they're. I mean, you kind of do, and your parents still kind of do. Like they'll send you. Right. Like it
0: doesn't really start until July. Right. We know it's the, yeah. But you know, I tried out for this team. With the idea of like, it'd be cool to play some uh, another month or two of baseball in the summer. <laughs> you know, that'd be nice. And having no idea how big a deal this was. And it was probably a good thing. I was going in like so innocent. Like, this is just an all-star team. Like, we're gonna play some games, right? I mean, there's a tournament, right? So like, we're gonna hopefully win this tournament. I know how tournament brackets work. And great. And then like the coach is like, no, this is kind of a, kind of a big deal. There's gonna be like 300 people. At this little league mm-hmm. game, the first little league game of this tournament. I'm like, are you kidding me? He's like, yeah, all these stands are gonna be overflowing and they're gonna be around the field.
1: What position were you playing?
0: I was kind of everywhere. So, like, I would play first if the other first baseman was pitching. Okay. I'd play shortstop if the other shortstop was pitching. Uh, sometimes I'd be in right field, sometimes I'd pitch. So, I kind of like, floated all around. I did all those
1: Were there rules about like how many games you could pitch?
0: Yeah, I think there was either a pitch count or innings. Okay. Yeah. So there was definitely I kind of vaguely
1: remember that from
0: Yeah. Um children. Right. <laughs> so like the like I'm thinking of like it's the district team and this is the district tournament. Mm-hmm. And we get to the finals and we win and like I understood that. I'm like this is great. This is great. And I remember one of the coaches saying as we were like celebrating like we're not done. This is not over, and I was like, "Bullshit." <laughs> um, I'd like to go do summer things now, and I was like, "Okay, like there's another level to There's another level of this tournament." I'm like, "Okay, you know, let's keep playing baseball. Keep playing baseball." There's, and then there was the sectionals, and then the state tournament. State tournament, there were four teams. It was us, shit. I think Manalapan, Sparta, and I can't remember the fourth team but Sparta and this other team were like, we were ranked like number three out of the four. Sparta was like the team. I wanna say Athens, but I can't believe it. We were like ranked third, I think, and Sparta was like the one, they were-
1: All in New Jersey. Yes, this is the states,
0: these are all in New Jersey. They were heavily favored. The first game we played Benalapan and won by one run, I think we won four to three in extra innings. I don't know what happened. I don't know if I just did, if I struck out or if like didn't have a good game. I remember my dad taking me like it was after the game. We had you know every after every game there was a party at one of the coach's house. Uh huh. Like barbecue. Like of course. come swim in the pool. We're gonna as a team and the families come hang out every single game. Maybe it was there. No, it couldn't have been because we were staying in oh uh, shit. Dartmouth College? Is that New Jersey? It was in Morristown, I think, New Jersey. So we made it, like, the T, we had to stay. Like, we were staying overnight. Okay. We weren't staying at home. Right. So after the game, like, I had, I, I didn't have a meltdown. I had a breakdown. I was, like, freaking out. I was, like, oh, as, I was, like, my one is just, like, my oneness. We're, like, I'm mm-hmm. letting everyone down. Yep. Everyone, you made a
1: mistake. Something was a mistake. Everyone,
0: <laughs> uh-huh. we almost lost, and it was almost my fault, and oh. I, like, I didn't have a meltdown. Like, I wasn't, like, temper tantrum, but right. it was, like, breaking down. Oh. I'm, like, oh, my God. Like, I'm fucking twelve. <laughs>
1: Well, you weren't... Oh, you turned 13. I turned 13 okay.
0: that late, like two months later. Okay. <laughs> and I didn't understand this speech that dad gave me until way later. But he's <laughs> like, you realize there, there, the, the sun will come up tomorrow. Mm. And I'm like, I don't fucking... What does that fucking mean? <laughs> I didn't say this, but He I'm didn't like, say any of that, by the I way. was like... There was no episodes. The, the sun is going to come up tomorrow. There are 300 million people in this country that don't care about this. Oh. Like, this is... It's not, and like it was, that was the speech where I'm like, this is not a big.
1: It was basically that this
0: is all silly speech. Right, right. It must have (laughs) helped because the next day we play Sparta. Uh huh. (coughs) And we beat them like 17 to 2. I think I hit a home run and we clobbered them.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: Then we get to the state finals and I'm pitching and we won like 15 to 1. I think I hit another home run. I think I had out of six innings, which six times three, 18, 18 outs. I may have had seven outs as the pitcher. Ground balls hit back to me that I fielded and threw to first. Because among the pitching drills that Dad and I discovered, one of them was throw the ball against the wall and finish in a position where you're facing the batter and can field the ball if it's hit to you. Uh huh. You know, sometimes pitchers throw it and like their weight goes to one side and they're off center. And I landed like boom, straight ahead. I must have had seven or eight outs. I was just like, I was like pitching drills, yes, you know, <laughs> and just like turned a corner, and I was like much more light after that. Um, but yeah, that was the the speech of like, but that did that speech didn't even land until like I must have been twenty eight.
1: So did you have sports magic happening that summer? Like, were you at twelve years old?
0: I think there was a pair of boxers that came with me wherever I went. They were. <laughs> Did I either, they get washed? I I don't think I wore them. Okay. I think they were in the bag. They're but I think there. I hit my first home run with them. Okay. And I'm like, I'm not gonna wear these, but they're going in my bat bag. Okay. Yeah.
1: In your bat bag? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm picturing like in your suitcase, in the hotel room.
0: No. What? They're with your equipment. <laughs> <Suitcase> <laughs> in the hotel room. Dude, the state tournament, we stayed in <laughs> dorms on it is it um not Dartmouth. Is it Dartmouth? Dude, I don't know. Is that know. New Jersey? That- College, we we so stayed. You're in, the one from we, New Jersey. We stayed in freshman dorms in a college in New Jersey. The regional tournament, we stayed in a, an elementary school. We like all, camping? We no, it was a school. Like the desks were moved and there were 15 cots, and that's where they slept. That's hilarious. Which is even more hilarious is that, like 100 yards to our right, we saw lots of construction, which was this big, super fancy complex for this tournament that was going to be ready the next year. So like, hey guys, you guys are the last ones to stay in the elementary school. Oh, that's this dope funny. complex, that's next year. And then the World Series, they had like, cabins for each team. So like camping the, cabins? Yes, this was like cabins. With like bunks? Bunk beds. Oh, it's yep. so
1: cute. Yeah. Are, they, so like, are those still in Cooperstown? It's
0: Williamsport. I'm not, it's Williams not in Cooperstown, Um, They must have more because when I was there and played, they like were- Like,
1: could we go stay? In these cabins in Wipesport. No, Limesport. they were the oh. teams.
0: Oh, like team? Yeah, they were there for the teams. Like the, we all, you know, there's a bunch of bunk beds. The coaches had their own sort of like room off the, off the main room. But there were only eight teams total. There were four from the U.S. and four international teams. And now I think there's eight U.S., eight international teams. So there's more teams. They, they must have done... They must have had, they've had to have added right. lodgings.
1: <laughs> you think so. Yeah. Could we go see them though?
0: Probably. Oh, that's so cute. Maybe. We did have sports magic though. The state tournament, when we started kicking some serious ass, there were so many goose or geese all over the place.
1: So does that mean there was goose shit all there over was. the place? There
0: was. <gasps> so we brought goose shit with us. Is this where the goose shit was? I don't remember where like, it was. Liter- what do you mean?
1: Like you brought it intentionally in like little there plastic bags? There was a bags? soda
0: cup with <gasps> a lid. I remember. I have this distinct memory of one of the coaches taking it up, tossing a little shit on the field. It's good luck. Sports magic. Sports magic.
1: Wow. Goose shit. Yeah. It was like an offering. Um. What a
0: weird sacrifice. Goose poop. Yeah.
1: Well, the thing about pouring um, one out. What?
0: Like pouring one out?
1: I don't think it would be that uh, necessarily. <laughs> pouring one out.
0: So wait, wait, I have a question though. Is this like intending with like fans? Does this count for people at home watching? Is this like, is proximity matter to the intention? I'm thinking of watching Super Bowl 25, which is hilarious because it's when the Giants played the Bills. Now I'm learning that all your relatives are Bills fans. Mm-hmm. So like I could I can't imagine what they must have felt because I am like standing in front of the TV with a couple of my best buddies at my friend Brian's house while the kicker for the Bills lines up to kick the winning field goal and watching it on TV go wide right and he missed and the Giants won. We went fucking nuts. You I think your family must have went nuts for a different reason though.
1: I imagine so. I have very 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 vague memories of that. And like I don't even know like i my uncle is definitely a bills fan um my uncle greg is a bills Thanks. fan um i honestly cannot for the life of me remember what my uncle steven like i want to say that it was the mm, the dolphins?
0: yeah that's a team
1: the miami dolphins yep. that might have been could be you know i mean and steven was also more of like a basketball like cuz right. that's the other Piece about sports that I always found fascinating was like there's like the sport that you really care about, yeah, and then you have a team for that one, yeah, and then other sports are just like ancillary, like, right, yeah, you know, I care, it's entertaining, yeah, totally. I guess that I'll is, root for like these guys, but it isn't like Matt going and buying like head right. to toe.
0: That was me, Gi- giants and Yankees were the teams, anything else. Like, I remember early on, dad and I would watch the Knicks or basketball when I started playing basketball as a kid, mm-hmm. um. Didn't really follow hockey a lot, even though New Jersey had a team. Oh my God. I don't know how this happened. I think this was my grandfather's idea. We used to go to New Jersey's Devil games, like all the time. Like there would be a handful handful of games a year. We would drive to Nana and Mm pop-ups. And then either like me, dad, definitely pop-ups. Sometimes my uncle, sometimes my cousins as well. And we'd get Jersey devil tickets. Fun. Yeah, super fun. Like one memory I have was a penalty shot. And it's like, you know, a penalty shot in hockey mm-hmm. where it's just like just the goalie and the player. Scary, And it's not even like the player has to stand still and like shoot it like as if in soccer, they can like take the puck and like skate towards mm-hmm. the net and do whatever they wanna do. So it's freaking, it. and there's no one else on the ice at the time, right? So it's like super just one-on-one. Remember someone on the, the Devils scored a goal with a penalty shot and the place went fucking nuts. And I'm just, like, high-fiving all these dudes around me, these, like, old men. I was just like, (laughs) ah! High-five everyone. You should ask my dad about it. Ask my dad about it. Because he's like, you were high-fiving everyone behind you. is was going nuts.
1: It's so cute. Yeah. Uh, We have to back up a little bit, though. Okay. Okay, because I had to look this up on my phone. Okay. So that I can show it to you. Okay. Because if I just told you, I don't think that you would believe it.
0: Really? At this point? You think I would call bullshit on- I don't
1: know. Not necessarily bullshit, but like, what? So back to the geese. Okay. Back to the goose poop. Okay. All right. Do you have any idea what geese symbolize?
0: Success in athletic endeavors.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They are known for their home runs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Teamwork. (laughs) <laughs> that's hilarious is that amazing it's really funny yeah wow collaboration teamwork like should be
0: the nottingham geese
1: teamwork gotta do it in group wow. you have if you're if you're part of the team you have a higher chance of survival
0: see here's the thing about this i know people shit on what we would call in a derogatory way woo woo yeah but when shit like that lines up it's like Man, there's just something else going on that I don't know that I can't dismiss. your picture. Just can't. Can't yeah. dismiss it. I just can't. There's too much, too much I don't know. Too much
1: synchro-destiny.
0: Synchro-destiny. I don't <laughs> have a good feeling about that word. We'll have to find a different one. No, I love that word. Well, you can love it, but I don't like it.
1: Okay. Do you like synchronicity because it's the actual word?
0: Mm, this is the problem no. that
1: I made up the word? No. Someone made up the word. I'm sure I did not make up that I word. I don't like that word either
0: synchronicity? It's fine. I mean it's it's Synergy. an act, it's a. oh, it's even worse. <laughs> it's stupid word.
1: Okay. So sports magic is my, again, my opinion, a very real and very powerful cultural phenomenon. And when it's and when it's in right alignment, it brings out the best in people yeah. because it's camaraderie like all the other different boxes we might put people in get separated um, or get erased rather and we come together in this one unified sense of intention or envisioning or uh, you know whatever you want to call it in the shadow aspect sports magic Mm. goes to the place of like you know such and such team sucks and right. you know wishing ill like having ill will for another team or not being able to be friends with someone or married to someone because they love and They're their family team. yeah loves a different i never
0: i couldn't i could i mean i couldn't do that like i couldn't say right if i was like if babe, you were, i
1: freaking love the
0: eagles oh well hold on <laughs> I I thought just Red Sox. I could handle a Red Sox fan. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at least I feel like there's a lot of history there. Mm. There's a lot of like, especially still with like Fenway Park. It's a beautiful old stadium.
1: Boston's cutesy.
0: Boston. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot. They have a lot going for them. So I could be (laughs) like, I don't like it, Mm -hmm. but I'm not going to take that away from, I wouldn't try to take that away from you. Or like- we, it's not like we couldn't coexist, cohabitate, if mm. you were, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of that. Eagles I mean, no yeah. I'm not an Eagle. Eagles is a different okay. story. Uh, or Oof, Patriots that, or that whatever. might've been a, that would be, oh, I don't know. God, I don't like, wanna say deal breaker, but Jesus. Oh. Patriots, whatever. We beat them twice in the Super Bowl, but I don't, I don't fucking care.
1: <laughs> we. We. This we. whole thing is about we. We. Yeah, we did. Yes, yeah. You gotta think about that we, that we word. Yep. And sports, that's what I'm saying about sports magic is it has a way of bringing people to the we at a level that they don't often go to in other contexts because it's much easier to keep people in separate Mm -hmm. categories. You know, we live in different places. We, you know, are from different backgrounds, uh, different lifestyles, all of that kind of stuff.
0: You know, we don't watch a whole lot of sports. right? mainly cuz i hate paying for tv we have so many apps right digital stuff so I'm i like,
1: i love baseball
0: i know this is like i would want to see you get into it and like get like follow a team uh-huh. i i've not i don't think i've seen this in it you it does really. happen i mean i'm not saying it doesn't i'm just saying i haven't seen it like i haven't seen you like dive mm-hmm. into like a football season mm-hmm. where it's like oh you know we're going gonna- to I,
1: I struggle with football i did okay with it when it was like little children playing
0: that's better. Yeah.
1: Oh, a hundred percent. I can watch little children play any sport and be a hundred percent invested in that sport. I think it's so right. cute. I love it. Okay. Love, love, whatever it is, field hockey, Bumblehead lacrosse, uh, lacrosse where they like look like they're you know not even human beings because of these ridiculous outfits that they have to wear around. uniforms. I can watch soccer. When it comes to little children, you know, they just look like really? a swarm of bees oh, kind of following watch, this orb around. It's I don't, cute. Really
0: don't care. Like, I wouldn't watch Premier League soccer. I'd watch the World Cup. I'd, you know, basically, I like soccer every four years when mm. the World Cup is going on because it's interesting. Yeah. Um, but be, baseball. I, I've never, this is a new side that I'd be curious to see.
1: I I love baseball.
0: Huh. I mean, I knew that. Yeah. But like it'd be interesting to see you as a fan, as mm-hmm. like someone who watches this shit. Oh, I don't know. Would that be good? It'd be hilarious. But then you say shit like sports ball and make it like, make it sound like you don't know and would it like not grasp
1: No, sports ball sports. is just a universal I'm talking about all the balls.
0: <laughs> sure are, babe.
1: <laughs> but it's it's just easier than being like this ball and that ball. <laughs>
0: yep, all the, all balls. the balls. No, this you know what it is. Universal it was, sports ball. It was when the Cubs were in the World Series. That's uh-huh. why I'm like, what? <laughs> you say some silly things. You're like, no. Well, I wish I could remember it. I was tired. You were tired. I was
1: tired. and was not thinking. And I was, what I was doing, I mean, you have to tell the story because we can't just talk about it in theory on the podcast and people are like, what the fuck are they talking about? So- you were talking about the Cubs playing Boston? Right?
0: No. I don't think it was Cubs Boston, was it?
1: Because then I my brain said Boston the band.
0: No, because I'm like, "Hey honey, the Cubs, they might win the world. It's like they might win the World Series this year." And you're like, Blank stare. Like <laughs> this is a big deal. Okay. Like, they haven't won in a long time. Okay. Um I remember this. And you like, was like, "Yeah, it's like they so, somehow Boston came up." And you're like, oh, I thought you meant the band. I'm like, why would I have the band? You're like, oh, I thought they would play at halftime. like, halftime?
1: That's just where my brain went. I know.
0: You said a lot of- Quickly. That's like, I wish I could bring it up on Facebook, because you said a lot of really silly things in succession, and it was adorable.
1: Mm, I'm glad you think it was adorable. It was cute. It was hilarious. I'm glad that I have intelligence in other points categories.
0: So I, I mean, this is not like I don't chalk this up to like you are not intelligent in this topic. Even like I'm not like, well, you are a silly woman in sports, ha ha ha, or right. like yeah, you, you are unintelligent in this. It's mm-hmm. more of just like you're not around it, right? So like, yeah, it's why it'd be interesting to see you in it because it would. I would be again. It goes back to curious. I would be. See, I'd be really curious to see your take. Well, on how are the Well, there were definitely years year. where.
1: I played fantasy baseball. Didn't we play fantasy baseball? We played fantasy football.
0: Play fantasy football.
1: Okay. Um. All right. Because I had the Yogi Bears. Mm-hmm. That was my team. That was fun. Uh. So I can get into it like in a fantasy baseball type of way. And I and I'm also pretty good about. I mean, not this is a super secret, but I did coach cheerleading. I'm pretty yeah. good at being a cheerleader right. about something that I get like invested and excited about. So right.
0: it, it would it would not be your enthusiasm that would be curious for me to see. It would be interesting to see you. Okay, here's a question: When I say shit like, "Hey, honey, you know what you do to one side of the body, you have to do to the other," yeah, and I whip out some sort of yogi wisdom,
1: and, and my heart flutters.
0: Right? Does it flutter or does it get? Frustrated? No, I love it. All right, so it's like interesting. So it's like, okay, this is how you're interacting with this other thing that you're just learning. I get right. to watch you learn about more about it. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the thing. i would be really curious to see how you interact with that, what you take away. Let's
1: watch baseball, man. All right. And I do want to go to a Yankees game. Okay. I've been asking.
0: So I, it's, the last couple of years have been hard.
1: <laughs> this has been a little gross out it's there. Been, yeah. Okay. Well, I can guarantee. That if I get into baseball, Uh there will be some fucking sports magic in this house. Okay. So.
0: So we are single, double-handedly. Double-handedly. Going to intend a Yankees World Series. Maybe at least a pennant. We are definitely
1: intending Nottingham Little (laughs) League going to the Little League World Series. And we're going to go. We do.
0: I feel like we've passed it seven dozen I mean, we're gonna times, go this year because like,
1: it's the anniversary of you being there. That's right, so but like we've
0: we passed it, like we've driven to either, do we pass it when we Didn't go to Gettysburg?
1: did you a birthday cake at, like yeah. after one of those games?
0: Yeah, it was after we played, it was the first game uh, that we played. We played a team from the South. It was your birthday. From Louisiana, it was the day before. Okay. But it was a night game. And I think it was the first night game. Like they put lights up that year. So, so I hit a home run off a kid. This is actually fucking funny too. It was like 2 nothing, 3 nothing maybe. It's like the fifth inning, late in the game. And I come up to bat and they're changing pitchers. And then so like while the kid's warming up, I go down and talk to my third base coach, Mr. Walski. And he says something like, you know, keep your hands back. Keep your head down. Do what you've been doing and just have fun. But a home run would be pretty right now, wouldn't it? I'm like, yeah, it would. You know, three pitches later, I hit one over the the right field wall, and the uh, fucking crowd goes berserk. That's all I remember. It's pretty cool. That
1: would be pretty. <laughs> See, he he, he, atten-
0: be- he intended it. He intended sports it. Sports magic.
1: So um, we're going to create some sports magic while we intend on this team showing up there. And then when we go, we're going to get you a birthday cake. Let's do it. That's gonna be. Part we pass, of it. I
0: mean, I feel like we've passed it uh, driving it's to either part of the ritual, either D.C. or Gettysburg. We always pass it, we and do. I'm always like, "We just gotta get to where we're going. We don't have time to stop. It's time to stop. But we'll make time. We'll do it.
1: We will. And um, you'll have to remember what that cake was. <laughs>
0: it was bought at the. It's a grocery stop store and cake? shop. Who freaking yes. knows? Yeah, it was. It was.
1: going to get a stop and shop cake? Celebrate.
0: We'll do it. Alright, so we're going to work on intending mm-hmm. for Nottingham to the league, I'm sure though. And the Yankees. And the Yankees. Alright. We'll go Yankees! It. Go Yankee Sports!
1: Mutual victory! No! For the Yankees!
0: We have a long way to go. All the we?
1: Yankees will win! We
0: have a long, long <laughs> way to go. This is Matt.
1: This is Jeannie.
0: Mutual victory! Thanks Yay! everyone.